Please see if you can find a Bible and turn back to that passage from 1 Corinthians, read by Pepe. And I wonder, the challenge for anyone who wants to draw something, there's that page on the back that you can do that if you like. Uh, See if you can draw anything that you thought was brilliant about the coronation. And in particular, see if you can draw uh, above King Charles and even higher King, the Lord Jesus. It's one of the key things we'll think about today. So let's pray with the Bible in front of us. Heavenly Father, please reveal to us by your Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. In his name we pray. Amen. I'm just going to assume that everyone has seen at least something about the coronation or has at least read about it. But if you haven't, then I'm sorry if it's bewildering this first bit. But uh, how did you feel when those soldiers brought some barriers to put around him at a key moment in the service? If you didn't see it, you can picture it. They had these sort of screens, four of them, and they brought them all around the king and the Archbishop of Canterbury so that no one could see what was going on. It's one of the most public veilings I can remember. What was weird about it was we all knew what was happening. We knew who was there. We just weren't allowed to see it. It was a mystery. At that moment, the cameras could have just gone over the barriers, but they didn't. I like to hope that none of the cameramen just had a sneaky peek, because the whole idea was you don't know what's happening. Our access all areas 24-7 news coverage was deliberately kept out. It was even stranger to read all the opinions about why. You get the word sacred coming up a few times. Some of the people I was with watching it yesterday in the Royal British Legion said it was too sacred for the likes of us. That was their explanation. It was making sure the gentry and the plebs are kept separate. Well, something hidden in plain sight is strange because we now expect true mysteries to be so deeply hidden we don't even know what we don't know. I don't know if you've read any of Matt Hancock's WhatsApp messages. A lot of them weren't that revealing. We kind of suspected something like that was going on, but it was still a bit of a shock to actually see it in black and white. People still have theories without knowing for sure about JFK or Ayrton Senna, if you've seen that film and follow Formula One. Mere existence of conspiracy theorists and Netflix documentaries exploring the hidden story says all of us are at least aware there may be something big that we're missing. It's been hidden from us. You heard of the term limited hangout? This is apparently a technique from the CIA playbook where someone's cover is so nearly blown, that they deliberately release only a little bit of the truth to bury the whole truth all the more deeply. This is being thrown around these days. Even Nixon said it in the Watergate scandal at one one point. Many religions thrive on that kind of thing. Mysteries only available to the initiate. Freemasonry's turned this into an art form. Scientology, the Kabbalah, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, all deliberately cultivate an aura of mystery to draw people in. Well, not Jesus and his cross. Verse 6 to 9 of chapter 2. 
Jesus' cross is the hidden wisdom of God. Jesus' cross is the hidden wisdom of God. Look at verse 7. The wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God. His plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. Last week, we looked at Paul challenging human power and wisdom with the cross of Jesus Christ. And this week, we go further to see what the true wisdom of God actually is and how we can know this wisdom and the purpose of this wisdom. And it has much more in common with the veil at the coronation than all the smoke and mirrors of conspiracy or mystery religions. We all know what was happening in that little booth yesterday. But pouring oil on someone to show that they're a king has the quality of a Christian mystery. It's hidden because it only makes sense when God teaches us how. We can't work it out for ourselves. We could have been in there scientifically analysing the oil, watching the angle of the trajectory, studying the history of the ampulla, that little bird thing, and the spoon, reading all the historical documents, watching which parts of the king's head were touched by the oil, and we would have completely missed it. All of it. This bit of Paul's letter chimes deeply with Jesus' teaching in the Gospels and the events of his crucifixion. Paul, in his trial, after he wrote this letter, Acts chapter 26, verse 26, he's talking to someone else about the king who's listening in, another king, King Agrippa. And he says this, I'm sure these events are familiar to him because they weren't done in a corner. The facts of Jesus' crucifixion are one of the most attested things in the whole of the ancient world. That's why Dan Brown's stuff and the Da Vinci Code is just stupid because he tries to make up something that is less interesting than what actually happened. It's impossible to really turn Jesus' death by crucifixion into something attractive to us. And you can tell because churches are so often tempted to downplay it. Don't talk about hell or death or blood or the Bible. Just talk about love or something. That's that's the playbook in a lot of churches at the moment. When people only talk about Jesus' death as an example or as empathising with people who suffer or as being a martyr protesting against injustice or even just as a sacrifice in the way we naturally understand it as some kind of payback to God. Even if we say Jesus died in our place to take away our sins, that's not everything. We're being invited to look again. Because when we try and take charge of a situation, always we'll downplay the things of God. There's a little detail here as well. It's not just us who do this. Chapter 2, verse 8. When confronted with the mystery of the cross, the rulers of this world have not understood it. Because if they had, they would not have crucified our risen, glorious Lord. So those powerful people in Jerusalem demonstrate this to one extent. But Paul looks even higher to the spiritual rulers, the unseen realm. The kind of beings that people talk about in conspiracy theory videos all over YouTube. 
the things behind the scenes really controlling everything, the thing living in the AI algorithm that's behaving in a way no one thought it would. You see that Bing went wrong. Someone managed to trick it into revealing that it was actually a secret government operation or something like that. You read about it, it's weird. There's weird stuff going on with those little boxes that we type stuff into and then magically give us something back. These spiritual rulers are the kinds of things driving the UFOs or waiting for people when they have a psychedelic trip in the 60s or they're considering going on today. These are the things I think people are looking for when they go to the Black Shuck Festival in Bungie. Even all that, the most esoteric, weird stuff that goes on behind the scenes that shakes up our materialistic way of thinking. Well, they couldn't cook Jesus' cross up. Because they cheered Pilate on when he said, I'll crucify him. The spiritual rulers had no idea they were bringing their authority to an end when they egged people on to get rid of Jesus. The basic mystery of the cross is no one wins by dying. That's losing. (laughs) But not with the mystery of God. It's veiled in plain sight. Nothing could be more public than Jesus killed on a cross. But nothing could be more mysterious, more impossible to understand, unless it's revealed to us, unveiled to us. Jesus' cross is the hidden wisdom of God. Next bit, verse 10 to 12. Jesus' cross is only known by the Spirit. So verse 10, but it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit, for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. And then moving on down, no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. Okay, I think this reference is going to go over everyone's head, but... Have any of you seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Okay, Simon has. That's it. Oh, Pippi has. Okay. So it's about two California airheads who end up travelling back through time. And there's one bit where they meet their future selves. Okay? Have you got this so far? So this is two of them together meeting meeting their future selves. And they say, if you're really us, what number are we thinking of right now? That's what they say. And notice it's we. And they both look at each other and say, 69, dudes, like that. And, okay, that's gone over your head, forget it. The point is, it is impossible to know what someone is thinking in their head, isn't it? I like to think that the writers had this bit of the Bible in their head when they did that. Because, it, like, it's the old thing, isn't it? Like, you know, what number am I thinking of? You, you, no way, no way of looking in someone's mind. Even with humans, what's going on inside our spirit is known only to us. We can't entirely share our spirit with someone else. It's impossible to see things entirely from another person's perspective. But with the Holy Spirit, God's own spirit, he shares the mind of God with us. That's the way in. That's the way to know the mystery of God on the cross. Not a sight on a dark web, 
or a leaked memo. Not even a weird spiritual experience that's too mystical to put into words. Not crystals, mushrooms, energy, a guru. Even an ancient text. The Holy Spirit of God. And here's the reason the Spirit tells us these things. Verse 12. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. And let's be clear, that is talking about the cross of Jesus. There are no deeper secrets than that. All the wonders of the Christian life flow from Jesus Christ crucified. That is the pinnacle of God's glory. I hope you haven't read too much of it. I find it quite depressing. But there are a lot of people who thought everything yesterday was a waste of taxpayers' money. All this oil and robes and show. People reacting like that should actually make us look more carefully at the coronation. Because the cross was everywhere in that service. Remember the first thing the king says? In his, Jesus' name, and after his example, I come not to be served, but to serve. Direct quote from the Bible. Jesus talking about the cross. The finish of that verse that the king doesn't say because he can't do it is the son of man came to give his life as a ransom for many. So Charles is looking to Jesus as an example, but he actually can't do the thing that Jesus has done. Remember the cross on top of the orb? Sorry, other hand, left hand. This is what was said when it was given to him. Receive this orb set under the cross and remember always the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Even that hidden anointing flows from above. It says our king is under the king of kings who was crucified. A sign that our nation is losing its cohesion as a nation is when it scoffs at the foolish wisdom of the cross of Christ. Coronation service yesterday held on to the true wisdom from God. But let's pray the Holy Spirit would reveal to everyone again this deepest mystery of God, that the true king reigns from the cross. Jesus' cross is the hidden wisdom of God. And Jesus' cross is only known by the Spirit. And last bit, more briefly. Real spirituality delights in church. Real spirituality delights in church. Uh, verse 13. When we tell you these things, we don't use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. Common fear I come across in Christians, some of, uh, in our conversations, this has come up a little bit. It's this idea that we're not really spiritual, we're not the real deal when it comes to being a Christian. That word spiritual tends to be found outside church. The census in Bungie and the people who interpreted it said that organised religion is out of touch. Freeform spirituality, not tied down to anyone else, oh, that's where the real action is. 
Satanism's the cool thing on the block. That's what Bungie thinks anyway. Well, not according to Jesus. If people think church, as it stood for centuries, is stupid, that's not more spiritual. That's joining in with the world who crucified Jesus. This is the bit Paul's been building up to. When the Spirit reveals what the cross is all about, it's never for us to feel smug about it. I know something you don't know. If we really get the mystery of God, we'll see why Jesus was dying. To found a united church. To put to death all the arguing and one-upmanship that's ruined relationships for millennia. The Corinthians are saying, my preacher's better than your preacher. 3 verse 2, do you see what they are? Spiritual nappies. That's where they are. (laughs) Gone back to being babies. If anyone tries to say they're more spiritual than someone else at all, to guarantee they haven't even come in the door of church. The really spiritual people are humbly serving each other in church, planting, watering, joining in with God's deep, real work through the cross and his spirit, making church grow. That's pretty much what the rest of the letter is all about. Now Jesus' cross builds and governs church as the spirit makes us truly spiritual. If we're not that interested in church, we've got no hope of understanding Jesus. That's why it's so brilliant that we're here together now. We're going to feed on Jesus together. We're all going to look at him crucified again. We don't have to understand everything. None of us are that spiritual yet. But we're committed to this as those having the spirit living inside us. If you know you're not there yet, the door is open. You don't have to be clever. Clever actually is a barrier if we cling to it. If we think, oh, I'm not clever enough to understand that. Good. No one is. The Father invites us by his spirit to know Jesus crucified in church together with other Christians. Jesus' cross is the hidden wisdom of God. Jesus' cross is only known by the spirit. Real spirituality delights in church. Let's pray.